This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is your Sunday 88 Films Slasher Classic Collection series of reviews. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up on this episode we are looking at disc number 23 in the collection. This is Intruder. That review will be coming up after the first break. Before we get to that though, let's keep you up to date with what is happening under the stairs. So this is the final episode of what has been a four episode week for all y'all out there and packed full of everything really. New movie club, uh, we did an in reverence at the start of the week, a bonus review looking at the turning and yeah finishing it off with this slasher review. Now it's worth saying that um, this week we have been updating things in the back end of the podcast, specifically RSS feeds which through some sort of mad weaving tapestry um, has become very complicated over time mostly because over time I have changed suppliers and improved what I've been doing and consolidated a lot of stuff that was disparate to say the least and as a result of that this week some pod catching devices have not updated correctly. I am led to believe that this should be sorted imminently within the next couple of days they should all refresh and the Maybe two or three episodes that have been posted since the outage, quote-unquote outage, will be back in your feed so you can catch up at that point. I can only apologise. I believed it was as simple as just redirecting and pointing to something else. And apparently, no. Apparently, everything is difficult. Uh, It has to be difficult. And, uh, yeah, uh, sparse guidance online how you do this. So, yeah, we, we we have light at the end of the tunnel. And, yeah, you should be getting all those episodes popping up over the next day or so. So don't be surprised if all of a sudden you have three brand new podcasts under the stairs episodes. They're not three new ones, they've been recorded over the space of a week. Over on the T-Putz Collective feed, we have just dropped a brand new episode of Chronicle Podcast. We were looking at Witchfinder General on that episode, so go across and check it out. And make sure you are subscribed to that feed so you get the, the Chronicle episodes, you get Opera Omnia, the new episode of that will be coming this Friday, myself and Mr. Watson looking at Kill List, and then at the end of this month, you'll get a brand new Doing the Nasty with myself and Mark Ball. So you need to be subscribed to Teapots Collective wherever you listen to your podcasts, and that way you'll never miss an episode. Cool, that is us all caught up. Let's get through this one at pace. Not a huge amount to say, and I'm not giving away anything actually, not a huge amount to say about Intruder in general, but we will get to it after the first break. So you're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're going to hear the trailer for that movie. When we come back, we're reviewing it right after this. Hello, this is the Doom Show. Keep on keeping on and keep on trucking, America. 
We don't listen to our feedback because we don't get any. <laughs> the truth hurts. I just alienated the two people that give us constant feedback. Sorry, guys. That's gotta go. <laughs> That's gotta go in there. So on the show, uh, we talk about giallo movies and slasher movies and cult movies. Sometimes we even talk about Cameron Mitchell and his movies. I am Richard. Who are you? I am Brad, the guy that's not Richard, or Jeffrey, or Simon. That's right. We have four people, and we always talk at once, except to each other. Jeffrey lives up north. Simon lives across the world. Richard lives in Penis, Alabama. Hello, This is the Doom Show is a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. Check out the other shows on legionpodcast.com. You can check out more Hello, This is the Doom Show at hellodoomshow.podomatic.com or at doommoviethon.com. Check for our Amazon exclusive Hello, This is the Doom Show cookbook. Do you like hot dogs? <laughs> we got them. Do you like mac and cheese? We got it. Do you like cheddar? We have it. Actually, we don't. No, no cheddar. Just Colby. Colby Jack. Hello, this is the Doom Show. We never gave up on you because you never gave up on us. Wow. Good evening, Walnut Lake Shoppers. It's closing time. The store will be closing in 15 minutes. But the night crew still has work to do. Oh my god, we're gonna get in so much trouble. Because there's one last customer who isn't satisfied. No! This creep keeps calling her. He's driving us nuts. Leave me alone. He wants to slash their prices. <gasps> Who's there? He wants to cut their inventory. <gasps> You're crazy! In fact, he wants to chop until they all drop. I saw him kill Linda. <gasps> and now he's turning their retail store. There's going to be one more kill in here tonight into a wholesale slaughterhouse. I'm just crazy about this store. Intruder. And welcome back. You've just heard the trailer for Intruder, disc number 23 in the Slasher Classic Collection from 88 Films. According to the website, it says thus, It's the final night shift for the staff and management of the Walnut Lake supermarket. Not only are the doors closing forever, but there's a homicidal madman stalking the aisles and brutally slashing their way through the store's staff. Who will survive the psychopath's blood rage and, most importantly of all, what will be left of them? Scott Spiegel of Hostel fame and Lawrence Bender of Pulp Fiction present this legendary splatter slasher which features a who's who of cult cinema heroes. We're talking Sam and Ted Raimi, Rene Estevez, Bruce Campbell and Dan Hicks. And then there's the incredible graphic gore scenes courtesy of the indispensable KMB FX group. 88 Films are proud to unleash this gruesome cult classic uncut and in glorious HD for the first time in the UK. So that's that's what they see. The special features are Slice and Dice, the slasher film forever, the complete history of Mad Maniac Movies, which is an award-winning and acclaimed documentary of the history of Mad Maniac Films in HD for the very first time. 
approximately 75 minutes in length. A new HD widescreen transfer from the original 35mm negative, a brand new audio commentary with director Scott Spiegel, um, original mono soundtrack, original trailer and reversible sleeve featuring original VHS art. The technical specs are that it's region locked to region B, so Europe. Uh, the picture format is HD 185.1. Audio format is LPCM stereo. Language is English. Certification 18. Movie is just under that sweet hour and a half. It's about an hour. In fact, I think it's less than an hour 25, which is, you know, a movie I will want to watch. You have me in and happy at that point. Like, as happy as I can be. So, this was a first time watch for me. This is a movie I am very well aware of, uh, mostly through reputation. Um, and it's worth saying, like, a surprising amount of good reputation and good well wishes to this movie. It's widely seen as one of these very late day slasher cult classics that flies under the, the radar for your kind of general horror fan, but for those that are in the know, the slasher, no, uh, Intruder is a, a movie that's kind of held near and dear. It's this kind of last hurrah of a genre which was dying out. I mean, when you look at this one as being, what, 1989, um, we are pretty much, like, horror is in the toilet at this point, and, you know, we're about to move into a brand new decade where the, the mere mention of the word horror is something that is sniffed at... Um, and we're going to start repackaging horror movies as thrillers and psychological thrillers and psychological dramas and, and God knows what else we're going to call them, any other word except horror. And you can kind of see why, even when watching Intruder, there is a campiness to it which, in its day I imagine, with the sheer glut of these movies starting to become a bit nauseating. Um, even I myself who have done you know huge amounts of 80s movies and have a, a real fondness for the 80s decade of horror movies I understand that when you're starting to get to the end of that decade it really does start to get to oh of course and then this happens oh of course and they become more ludicrous and over the top and budgets were being cut as well as what you could show in movies the MPA in America were really cracking down as much as possible on what you could see, and in most cases, butchering movies, you know, like, sadly, taking a knife to movies that took knives to characters, so, uh, you know, you've, when it comes to a movie like this, I will start by saying, there is a campness and a silliness about it, which doesn't instantly endear itself to me, like, I, I enjoy the cast, and obviously, when I'm watching it, I know exactly who Dan Hicks is. I'm a massive Evil Dead 2 fan. You know, it's great seeing a, a small appearance by Bruce Campbell, and seeing both Sam and Ted Raimi in this movie does my heart good, specifically someone like Sam Raimi, who you don't really see act, but, you know, he's 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 good in this one. He's, he, he delivers his lines well, and his facial expressions are over the top and animated and comical and it works, it works on that part and for those reasons the movie is you know, it's it's okay you know it's, a, it's an okay slasher movie it's not a great slasher movie what elevates the movie overall is the practical effects are fucking incredible in this movie considering when the movie was released this is some like proper primo KMB effects that you're getting in this movie specifically in scenes which there is absolutely no doubt in my mind 
um, were influenced by things like City of the Living Dead by Fulci. There's no way they're not. I mean, we are... Fulci's doing this at the start of the decade and we're starting to see a lot of these things permeate into American horror movies at the end of that decade. There's a particularly nasty face mutilation scene, which is kind of amazing, and even under the high-definition transfer, actually surprisingly holds up and looks really cool. So you have all those levels that work really well with the movie, and you have a soundtrack that's befitting what you're seeing on the screen, it's kind of over-the-top and nonsensical and 80s-tastic. The, so the effects are really good, the score's good, the acting is alright. Um, the story I found a bit ponderous though, if I'm honest. I predicted who the killer was maybe about the 25 minute mark and guess what, I was right. And even with its surprise twist ending, which is more a reveal than a twist ending, um, I mean that was fine. It's, it's nothing great and it's nothing that I've not seen before. I think Intruder, for all its ostentatious nature of giving you a lot of violence on the screen, plays it safe in a lot of capacities where I would like to see it be a bit more daring with the cast that they have and the story they have, the single location. We could really, like, really push things and have fun with it. There's just no rhyme or reason that a shop this size would have this many people working a night shift in it um, and the subterranean layer is fucking massive it's like it's almost like you know we've got like day of the dead level like subterranean like training facilities underneath this it's just absolutely fucking massive and doesn't marry up it doesn't marry up for a for for, for the sort of building that is at the top um, with all those things aside though, I would be lying if I didn't say that I had a lot of fun when I was watching it. When it, things were happening on screen and when characters were being less chatty chatty and more stabby stabby, um, I was having a blast with it, but it gets bogged down in too much of the, well who's who's phoning and what are they doing and who's the person that's behind this all and all that stuff became like really boring really quick and to be honest with you I could have done without that I did really admire the choice of position of camera there are some really cool camera um, effects and works in this one uh, specifically kind of floor cam inside phone cam um, which I mean really add to what you're watching I think it's playful and fun in a way which I wish the rest of the movie had been but wasn't um, I think, like I say, the ending, whilst not the most original ending, I quite enjoyed. And, you know, I, I imagine, like, ten minutes after this movie's finished, everything has been sorted out and the right, the right people have been arrested and the wrong people haven't. But there is a point, though, where even with the good effects... I was kind of like, we are labouring this point and not well. Um, a specific scene where Dan Hicks' character is mutilated with a cleaver and there's about 40 strokes of this cleaver coming down on him and no real indication of any damage done to him, which, as I was like, what are we doing here? Uh, and the sound design wasn't great either at that scene. It just kind of like sounded like a dull thud with no squelch. And that's where the Italian movies really, really went out in their sound design. Like, if someone gets stabbed, you hear it. And it's sad when you think about Sam Raimi being involved with this project, even if it is just as an actor. Um, 
in that when you hear the sim design something like Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2, everything is gnarly and crisp and crunchy and squidgy. Um, and this movie could have benefited a, a bit more from that. I mean, all in all, Intruder is a perfectly fine slasher movie. It's not an amazing slasher movie. I know exactly while watching it, I could see why it garners as much love as it does. And I imagine most of it lies around the special effects. For the time period, this movie is surprisingly bloody when you consider um, the, the kind of horrible uh, crimes that were committed against some of the later day Friday the 13th movies in this decade, or even the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Uh, and then you see Intruder get through relatively unscathed with some very fucking brutal deaths that they capture and here are the special effects. I can see that's maybe why people lean into this one as much as they do. But if we're talking about story, it's it's generic as fuck. Um, and the casting is okay. I mean, the, the big names that are all plastered along the front of this movie, for the most part, are smaller roles. Uh, Rainy Estevez is actually surprisingly good in this. We could have done with more of her. It's that sort of level where... We're, we're trading off a lot of names which are involved with the production but are not prominent in the production. And the movie really does shine as a, as a beacon of what KMB were doing in the late 80s, which is some really cool gnarly stuff. Story-wise, it's a bit basic. Um, and at times, you know, it takes a bit too long. Once the killing really kicks off, this movie has kills like, you know, almost synchronised to a certain time period you're getting a kill which I appreciate, but there's a whole lot of who gives a fuck story at the front of this year, which is, it was a bit of a slog to get through, even at an hour and 25 minutes. By the 20 minute mark, I was like, oh, come on, let's push this on. And some of the redirects didn't work for me. I felt that the reveal of the killer was a bit too obvious uh, in advance. Overall, Intruder, though, is a fun movie to watch, and certainly we are not in the this movie is shit category. I would give it a three and a half out of five, um, I will probably come back to this one again sometime. It won't be like anywhere near the beginning. Would I say this has rocketed up as one of my favourite slashes of the eighties? Probably not, but certainly it makes it makes a mockery of some of what this label has already put out. This one fits the brief, delivers what it needs to deliver, and does it quick, um, which is a godsend when it comes to this collection, where most of them don't fit half of the brief. So yeah, Intruder for me, a three point five out of five I would say check it out it's fun if you've not seen it it's definitely one that's worth checking off your list for show I'm going to take my final break when I come back I'm closing out the show and I'm doing it right after this you're listening to the podcast under the stairs been listening to the podcast under the stairs this has been your 88 films slasher classics collection series of reviews where we're looking at intruder which was disc number 23 in the collection in three weeks time join me to do disc number 24 which is mountain top motel massacre alliteration ahoy ladies and gents according to the 88 films website it says a true slasher classic is remastered in 2k for blu-ray by 1984, many Fear fans were probably under the impression that the slasher genre had run out of surprises. However, Mountaintop Motel Massacre indicates that nothing could be further from the truth. And like so many of its contemporaries, this positively sleazy and sanguine-stained sicky features an older antagonist in a seriously psychotic Evelyn 
played by Anna Chappell, an elderly, absolutely insane off-road hotel owner that might well give Norman Bates some sleepless nights. When Evelyn is not taking a sickle to the faces of those stupid enough to rent a room in her one-star establishment, she's planting poisonous snakes under their beds or hiding in an underground bunker that gives her plenty of time to plan her next bout of shockingly brutal slaughter. One of the most maniacal of all the 80s slasher pictures, the seriously sinister Mountaintop Motel Massacre has been in high demand for horror fans for a Blu-ray reappraisal. So it is then that 88 Films offers this underrated and underseen bout of bloody brilliance in a worldwide HD exclusive bow. Sit back and prepare for the plasma to flow. The special features on this one are a brand new HD restoration from the original camera negatives, optional English subtitles, mountain top motel memories with production designer Drew Edward Hunter, extensive still gallery and original theatrical trailer. The technical specs are that it's region locked to region B, picture format is HD 1080p 1781, audio format is LPCM stereo, language is English, certification 18, the movie is just over an hour and a half long. This one sounds interesting, I'll be honest, but I've heard them spout a lot before and deliver very little, so I'm interested to see exactly where Mountaintop Motel Massacre, which is going to get harder to say as time goes on, actually fares up. I've heard some people say on our page in the Facebooks that it's actually not too bad, so I'm interested to see if it delivers what I hope it shall. And we'll find out in three weeks' time. There's a multitude of ways to check out podcasts under the stairs. As always, I say check us out on Apple Podcasts. Come across, subscribe to the feed, leave us a rating and a review. It's the best way to support us on that platform. And also check us out on Stitcher, Smart Radio, SoundCloud, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and all those other podcatchers as soon as they're updated with the new RSS. Hopefully, that will be in a day or two. You can also subscribe to the Teapots Collective to make sure you get Opera Omnia doing the nasty and chronicle podcasts by typing in Teapots Collective into all of the above that I have just mentioned. Visit our website, it's teapotscast.com. That is the Teapots Collective website with all the links to all the shows over there. And you can support this show by buying one of the limited posters or pins that are left by going to teapotscast.bigcartel.com. Visit us on the Facebook group page for Podcasts Under the Stairs by going to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teapotscast. And if you want to check out the Facebook page for the Teapots Collective, that's facebook.com forward slash teapotscast. You're interact with myself and the bars on the twin prongs of social media sexiness. Instagram and Twitter both can be followed at teapotscast. And if you want to check out that flick chat app, social media for podcasters and listeners to connect, it is free and available for Android and iOS users and our join code is teapotscast couldn't be any easier. The podcast Sunday stairs will return tomorrow for you, dear listeners, when we kick off the first of a three-part series looking at the Vengeance trilogy. I'll be joined by the phenomenal Liam Rafferty from Scotland Liam vs Evil to talk about that first movie from 2002. It's Sympathy for Mr Vengeance, coming at you tomorrow. But until then, wherever you are, what the time zone is and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from Under the Stairs and I am signing off. <laughs>